Hello, everybody. It's Melissa. I'm back and I am recording from a new place. We are in our Airbnb now. If you don't know, if you haven't been listening, my partner and I bought a new house, but our closing date on our old house didn't line up with our closing date on our new house. So there was a big gap of time about a month that we were going to be houseless. So uh, yeah, we needed a place to live. So we are staying at an Airbnb. Um, I have been having a hard time sitting down and recording for multiple reasons. One of the reasons being things have been so, 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 so busy. Just, just extremely busy. I, I kind of cringe when I hear myself talking about how busy I am. Like, it's just, it seems like a thing that people say when they're like trying to make an excuse about something, but like really honestly, like things have been crazy. And uh, I also like, if you can't tell from like how I'm talking right now, it's just my brain is going a million different directions at all times right now. So it's hard to sit down and like really articulate a nice coherent podcast episode. I mean, I feel, I don't know. I haven't tried it because I just have felt like maybe it would be impossible to sit and talk for multiple minutes in a row and make any sort of sense. Um, so, but I'm going to give it a try. I, I miss talking to you guys and, uh, I know that those of you who listen regularly are probably anxious for a new episode, but also then I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to make sure episodes are good. Like I need to make sure that I'm talking about things that are interesting and that people want to listen to and want and can relate to. And, uh, so then I start getting in like the perfectionist mode of like, do I have something interesting enough to talk about right now? Like, I mean, I definitely do. I have a whole entire list, uh, in my phone about, podcast topics that I want to talk about but um right now I don't feel capable of really uh presenting any of those topics in like a in a any the (laughs) any sort of interesting uh thorough again coherent fashion it's just it's not happening right now. And so like, this is me just being real, (laughs) like, and I know many of you appreciate that about this podcast is that it's not sugarcoated. It's not edited. It's just me being me. And this is me right now. I am having a difficult time. Uh, there have been a lot of things in this. (laughs) Okay. If we're being honest, there have been a lot of things in the past two and a half years, um, that have really been not going our way. <laughs> Gray, my, my partner, Gray and I have, you know, we've, we've hit a lot of bumps in the road. Um, but particularly with this home buying process and home selling and moving process, like there have been a lot of 
parts of this that really have not gone our way. Like it's just, there have been a lot of inconveniences and a lot of stress and a lot of things like not happening the way they thought that, that we thought that they would. And, uh, for someone like me who very much, uh, really, I need to be able to anticipate what's going to happen. I like to have a plan. Uh, I like to know all the details and a lot of that stuff has not been possible and it's been extremely difficult uh, on top of, you know, being in school full time and uh, trying to keep up with my coursework and trying to be a parent and trying to be a good partner and trying to keep my sanity because it's been hard. Like I am a person, I don't really know how to... I mean, you guys know, I've talked about this before, like my emotional regulation is not good. So, uh, I've been working on it a lot and I feel like I've gotten a lot better. I'm developing some good coping skills, but I still don't really know how to appropriately manage my emotions. Like in the moment, I, I am either, I guess what I mean is like, I don't know how to, um, appropriately like let things out in smaller spurts like I don't I feel like I sort of just take everything in and and hold it it's it's sort of like you're holding your breath you know it's like you can only hold your breath for so long before you have to make a big exhale it's it sort of feels like the emotional equivalent of that like I'm and I get really proud of myself because I'm like oh man I've been I've been on an even keel. I've been keeping myself on an even keel. I am doing good. I'm, I'm doing great when really I'm not, I'm really not. Cause it's all building inside, but just like the outward appearance of how I'm doing, I'm managing my outward appearance really well is really what I'm doing. If I'm being honest, like, um, so I was real proud of myself. Sorry if you can hear traffic going by. We're on a very busy road and sometimes there are loud vehicles. Um, so I can sometimes also like trick myself into thinking that I'm doing well, <laughs> which is funny because it's it's weird to think like you can trick yourself, but you can like the human brain is amazing and you definitely can trick yourself into thinking that you're doing fine when you're not. Um, and I was real proud of myself. I was just like, oh yeah, I, I'm doing great. And uh, yeah, no, eventually it got to the point where I like, I had to exhale. I had to let things out and I, I ended up in a meltdown and it was okay. Like I, I felt like I managed it okay. I could tell that it was coming. <laughs> the, like it, it sort of came on quick, but I, it's not like it was a surprise that it happened. I'll just say it that way. It's like, okay, yeah, this was eventually going to happen. I, I deep down inside, I knew that. Um, but I managed it well, like a, as in like, I didn't throw anything. I didn't self-harm. I didn't slam any doors. I didn't lash out at Gray. I didn't, because Gray was there with me. Um, 
I, not that they're, not that any of those things are wrong because meltdowns are what they are and it is sort of an out of body experience. I know not all autistic people have meltdowns. So if you don't have them, like, at least from my perspective, they, you're very out of control. And to me, it feels like an out of body experience. And often I can't remember bits and pieces of what happened, uh, during a meltdown. So, um, but this time was much more, uh, I I was able to manage it and just basically ended up sort of uh literally melting down. I like melted into the floor and just like cried uh uncontrollably for a long period of time and uh then after I recovered from that I felt actually better. I, which hasn't ever happened to me after a meltdown. Usually I have a lot of, um, I have a lot of yucky feelings after meltdowns. I know I've talked about this before on the podcast where you feel a lot of, um, regret and depression and embarrassment and all of those things. But actually this time I, I still had those things, but it was much more minimal than usual. I actually felt a little bit of relief, which was a very strange experience because I was like, I, I don't know. It's just not really usually how I feel after a meltdown. And, and so I don't know, I guess stuff had to come out <laughs> and after it did. I felt better. Like I've definitely felt better before, like after a cry, like I've, there have been times in my life where I'm like, oh, I feel like I need to cry. And I've cried like you have a good cry and you're like, okay. But there's a difference between having a good cry and having a meltdown. And they're two very distinctly different experiences. And uh, so it felt a little bit like how I felt after, you know, if you need to cry and you get it out and you're like, ah, okay, that's better. Uh, It felt like that. So it was really weird. I don't know. I don't know if any of you have ever had that happen where you've actually felt better after a meltdown, but... Um, like I said, it took a little bit to recover, but like after I recovered, I was like, oh, okay, I felt like the pressure just got released and, and I can be a little more functional now. Uh, so anyway, uh, I don't know. I don't even know actually where I'm going with this episode. I'm just sort of going to ramble on until I'm done rambling and I hope it's good. Uh, so yeah, anyway, that's... <sighs> Life is crazy right now. We move into our new house in 17 days. Did I already say that? I don't even remember if I said that uh, yet, but I am counting down, counting down the days. Uh, I'm ready for this big transition to be over. Transitions are very hard. um, And this Airbnb is like nice and all. It's very small though. So when everyone's here, when Gray's here and when my daughter's here and the dogs are here, obviously, like we're all kind of on top of each other and crammed into this tiny, tiny Airbnb. And, uh, that's a lot, uh, not used to that at all. Um, but it's fine. Uh, it's temporary, obviously. So, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna like die or anything, but it's, it's different. It's just different. Different is hard. Uh, transition is hard. Um, and even moving into the new house is going to be hard because it's not our new house yet. 
it's, it's not going to feel like ours at first. You know, it takes a little bit whenever you move to get settled somewhere to where it really feels like home. So I know that transition is coming too. It's just, this has been such a long process. Um, I've moved a lot in my life. I really have. I've moved so many times. Um, and there's always a lot of mixed emotions that go along with moving. Um, but I've never had, even when I moved out of state from Washington to California, that was a huge move. And I feel like this has been even more of a huge move and transition than that. And I'm not even sure like why this feels so, I mean, I am sure this, this has been much more of a, of a sort of like our life has turned upside down. (laughs) Like it, it really has the past few months. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just been very, it's, it's been a long, arduous uphill process. So yeah, lots of change, lots of things going on. Oh, um, okay. So I don't want to talk about the move this whole time. Um, I'm honestly, yeah, God, I'm, uh, I don't know. I was just going to say like, Never mind. I'm not going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to move on. Uh, oh, I'm also having, so another thing that's happening right now is I'm having hip pain. I have bursitis. I didn't go to the doctor. I didn't get diagnosed with that. I Google diagnosed myself, but really it's all it can be like the symptoms match up exactly. Um, bursitis is where the bursa you have in your hip joint and in your knee joint, you have like in your major, like your larger joints of your body, you have these little fluid sacs called bursa and, uh, they can get inflamed and, uh, injured or whatever. That's what's happening right now. So I'm having a lot of pain in my hip also. And that makes me feel like a really old person saying that. And my birthday's coming up in a few weeks and I'm turning 43 and I'm like, Oh man, I'm turning 43 and my hip is hurting. And like, yeah, every, every, it's just, yeah, life is, <laughs> life is happening over here, guys. Um, anyway, mini tangent for you guys about my hip pain, but I was just trying to move into a different position on this bed that I'm sitting on and I'm like, ow, oh man, being in pain on top of everything that's going on, um, I guess has been also an added layer of just, just, it's just one more thing. So, um, Anyway, done Done talking about the move, done talking about that right now. I will keep you guys updated, but I wanted to update on one other thing uh, on this episode uh, because a lot of people have been asking me about my medication journey. I remember I posted a long time ago about the fact that I was uh, thinking of starting on some uh, psychiatric medications, uh, to be more specific, antidepressants, to try and see if that would help with my emotional regulation. Uh, and I said I would update and I never did. So I'm going to do that real quick right now. And then I feel like after I do that, I'm going to be out of words. So, um, so medications, how did it go for me? Whatever ended up happening. When I first, when I recorded that episode about medications, I had just taken my first dose of Wellbutrin and I wasn't feeling the effects yet. I was just like, okay, we're going to see what happens with this. And, uh, then I had posted another episode about my 
whole like shenanigans. I think I posted about how it made my my heart go funny. I think I just talked about that, how it made me get my tachycardia. I have a heart condition thing that can be sensitive to stimulants and Wellbutrin has stimulant properties. And so I, I started having like tachycardia, racing heart. And, uh, then I had a weird experience with the psychiatrist. Yeah, I did talk about this. I did where she, and then she was like telling me I couldn't be autistic because I was, I had been married before and like all of this weird, crazy stuff. And I was just like, okay, lady, I'm not here to talk to you about my autism. I'm here to talk to you about my depression and that these medications are doing weird things to me, but okay. Um, so anyway, she prescribed me something else. Just I'm just going to get right down to it and tell you guys, like, I never ended up taking, I never ended up starting any other medication. I took Wellbutrin for what, like three days. And then I got prescribed two other things that I, neither one of them I ever ended up taking. And okay. The reason is twofold. First of all, the whole thing with the the Wellbutrin, um, it spooked me. It scared me. I don't like taking medication at all. Like I don't like putting stuff in my body that even any kind of medication, it doesn't even have to be for depression or like mood altering things. It can be anything, an antibiotic. When I started on probiotics, I felt weird because I I didn't want to take those at first because I was like, what if it does something weird to my stomach? Like I'm just always afraid of the repercussions of putting something in my body. So like for me to even take that step was huge. Um, and then to have it go wrong like that with the Wellbutrin, it just really made me nervous to, to try anything else. Um, the second reason that I didn't start any of those other medications was because I was in the process of seeing my OBGYN to talk about coming off of the birth control pill. Um, I had done a lot of research about birth control pills and how they can make people, uh, a little more emotionally dysregulated. Um, and although I've been taking birth control my entire adult life, um, without really stopping hardly at all, except when I was pregnant two times and, uh, a couple of times I tried to go off, but I felt like when I went off, I felt like my moods, my mood swings got worse. Um, so I would always go back on. So I went to my OBGYN. She recommended that I stop taking the pill for at least three months because she wanted to check my hormone levels, um, for multiple reasons. Um, cause I, you know, I just told her all the symptoms I'm having and she was like, okay, I want to check your hormone levels, but you're going to have to go off the pill for at least three months because we have to let your hormones go back to like how they like regulate and, and uh, then we can check and get an accurate um, uh, reading on those. And I'm like, cool, fine, all right, whatever. And so I didn't want to start new medications because I kind of wanted to see how I was going to feel when I went off of birth control um, without having anything out. Like I only wanted to do one thing at a time. I didn't want to go off birth control at the same time that I was starting a new medication because I wanted... It's sort of like when you're doing an elimination diet for to see if you're allergic to something. Like you want to stop one food at a time because if you stop two foods at a time and you start feeling better, you don't know which one of those things made you feel better. Um, 
So I'm like, you know, if I'm stopping birth control for a long period of time, I am just going to see how that goes first and not introduce anything else new. Because then what if I start feeling better and I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's because I stopped birth control or if it's because I started this medication. So anyway, that was my second reason slash excuse because I was sort of looking for an excuse to be, if I'm being totally honest, like to not start pills again because I was just, I was spooked and I still am. Uh, so anyway, uh, I have been off the pill now for like four months and there's been a lot going on with that, but um, I don't want to get into like too much of what's happening on that end of things in this episode because I don't want to talk too long and whatever but um I honestly like I have felt a lot better since being off the pill emotionally this time so I don't know if I just needed to yeah I don't know what's different about this time but I have felt a lot more um emotionally stable since I've been off the pill especially around my period time remember I was talking about how like oh maybe I have PMDD uh, I get so, so, so like emotionally, uh, dysregulated around my, my menses and like, just, it was, was dreadful every month I would dread it. And it was not good for me, not good for anyone around me. Just like, it was always just like, yeah, just, so, uh, yeah, that's been significantly better. And so now I'm like, okay, well that helped. So now I'm back to like, okay, should I even venture down the other road of antidepressants now? And now I honestly don't feel like I need to at this point. When I was doing it before, I was sort of at a point of desperation and at a point where I was like, I can't live like this. I can't live with myself <laughs> with the way that things are. Like I felt like I was in such turmoil all the time and I just, I needed it to not be there anymore. Um, now I don't feel like that. And so I'm like, okay, I think I'm good right now. I think I'm good. And not that I'm saying I'll never try medication, um, never give it another go. And also I'm not saying for anyone else that medication is a bad choice. Like, everyone's different, right? And different things work for different people. And, you know, medication might work for me. It might do great things for me. I don't know. But at this point in time, like, yeah, I don't feel compelled to venture down that, that road right now anymore. Like, I think that briefly dipping my toe in, uh, was enough for now. And, uh, yeah, and Wellbutrin like works great for some people. My son is on it and swears by it and he does great on it, but he also doesn't really have a problem with stimulants like I do. So um, yeah, it's just like different strokes for different folks, but that is the medication update. No, I never did start anything for real. Uh, just the like three days of Wellbutrin that I took. And honestly, when I was on the, the Wellbutrin for a few days, I felt very weird. Like I could tell I was taking something. I could tell I felt different, but not really in a good way. And I know that... Um, those types of medications take a little while to sort of like your body has to assimilate and it, you know, it sort of has to settle into your system and then you get more on an even keel with it. But like, uh, for me personally, like I just, oh, I felt really funky the first few days and like, I, yeah, I don't know. I didn't like the feeling, but I was willing to keep taking it and seeing if that passed because I'm sure it probably would have, um, but the whole thing with my heart was scary. And the doctor definitely was like, oh no, stop taking those right now. <laughs> like, we don't want anything happening. 
with you cardiovascularly anyway. So, um, yeah, that's my story about medications and, uh, yeah, my update for you guys, my, my rambling multiple updates. And I'm just happy I got to sit and record something finally. And I'm sorry it's been so long and I'm hoping it won't be as long until the next one. Um, things are a little more settled right now that we're just sort of waiting to move into our new place, but yeah, it's just, life is weird right now. So, uh, I'm going to try, I'm going to really try and get on here, uh, get back to my once a week schedule. And, um, but in the meantime, if you, if you miss out on, if you're, if you're missing the connection of the of the Oh, That's Just My Autism podcast, there is the Patreon. You can subscribe to that. It's $5 a month and it gets you access to our Discord server where there's a bunch of us over there, um, other listeners of the podcast, you know, and myself. And we, uh, we just go on there and we chat about a myriad of things, some things related to autism, some things not related to autism. Uh, it's a cool little group of people over there that's forming. So I will put the Patreon info in the show notes if you guys want to subscribe. Uh, we have our Discord server. We do movie nights, virtual movie nights, where we all watch movies together. And uh, starting next month... Oh, I don't think I've... Uh, have I announced this yet? I know I announced it to my Patreons, but I don't know if I announced it on the podcast. I will be doing um, bonus episodes for the Patreons starting in November... Um, once I'm all settled into my new house and I can handle being on a schedule again and things aren't so crazy, um, I am going to be doing twice monthly bonus episodes for the Patreon. So every other week I will, uh, record an episode that's for Patreon ears only. So, um, yeah, that's another little bonus thing that I'm giving to the Patreons because I just, I appreciate the support so, 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 so much. And I just love the little community we have going on over there. Um, other than that, if you want to get in touch my email is in the show notes and you can follow on the Instagram. I'll put the Instagram handle down there too. And if you're enjoying this podcast, if you could leave a rating or a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on, that would be great. It really helps the show grow. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all. What did I even just talk about for 26 minutes, guys? I don't know. Life is a blur right now. I hope it all came out okay. Uh, yeah. Awkward ending time. <laughs> all right, guys. I will let you go. Get back to your day, and I'll get back to mine, and I will talk to you next time. Bye!